we went to the grocery store in France and we wanted to buy orange juice and we we were trying to figure out which brand to buy. And I told her, well, let's look on the label on the back and whichever looks the most like natural, let's get that. And it was funny because pretty much every orange juice just said jus d'orange, which is like juice of an orange in French. And that's it. <laughs> we were like waiting to find a list of preservatives and additives. And all of the orange juices were pretty much pure orange juice. And I think it's the same concept here, right? That you were going for right. is to try to find bread right. where it's literally just flour, salt, water, yeast. Yeah, yeah. podcast the life of a bon vivant manifesting your paris dreams and more i'm your host bita hashampour this podcast is designed to inspire elevate and help you step into the abundant life you deserve whether that's in paris or anywhere else in the world Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Bon Vivant podcast. Tonight, I've got my sister joining me, and I say tonight because we're literally uh, recording this in the evening. She was here today uh, making bread at my house, and she used one of my recipes from the blog. But before we get into that, let me introduce her. Her name is Camelia. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being on, Camelia. Thanks for having me. So I thought it'd be fun to have her on because not only is Camelia a big Francophile like myself and many of you, but like I mentioned, she was over at my place making some bread, and I thought it was really interesting what prompted her to make the bread because my sister is not really a baker at all. <laughs> um, we joke a lot about that with each other because so many of the recipes actually that started on my blog were baking recipes, and my sister always was like, you know, that's totally you. I'm going to just stick to cooking. Um, But I think over the years, she's warmed up to the idea of baking. And the fact that she's making even bread today is pretty nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before I get into the why of, you know, how that started, I just want to remind all of you, if you're listening today, and you'd like to experience some authentic French bread and all the goodness of France, there is still room for the Christmas retreat this December. It's going to be from December 3rd through December 9th. And you can learn all the details on my blog at monpetit4.com. I'll have the link in the show notes, but it's basically going to be a curated trip with a small group of women. And all you have to do is get your plane ticket and show up to Paris with your suitcase. And I've got your hotel, your activities, your reservations for dinner, lunch, breakfast, everything all planned out. And the cool thing about this trip is it's going to be in Paris and Strasbourg, which is 
the Christmas capital of France. So lots of goodies, lots of baked goodies. And actually, Camellia will be attending that retreat too, since what can you say, Camille? You can't get enough so of France. <laughs> I'm just thrilled, actually, especially because we're doing the Strasbourg. Um, you know, I would love to be in that uh, cozy setting for the winter, uh, bundle up, have some warm treats. Um, and there's no lack of that there. <laughs> so. It really is got a cozy Hallmark feel. So um, it will give you all those cozy French holiday vibes. But of course, with the sophistication and elegance of France. Um, but let's get into the bread. So Camellia basically texted me and asked me <laughs> if I had an easy bread recipe which in itself was shocking. And (laughs) (laughs) um, I told her, yes, in fact, I do have a no need. And if you're not familiar, kneading is just basically the process of um, forming the basically gluten uh, bonds and proteins in your dough and basically just developing the dough so that um, it ends up being lighter and airier and fluffier. But there's, thanks to, you know, modern yeast, uh, it's a lot easier to do that these days. And uh, you really don't need to be kneading dough that much for to still get a good dough um, or a good bread, I should say. So, Camelia, why don't you tell me and our listeners why you even wanted to make bread at home? Absolutely. Um, yes, I will start off by saying I'm definitely not I'm an avid baker. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really, uh, when it came down to it, a uh, few things. I mean, the most important one, in my opinion, was that I really don't like the idea of my bread having extra anything in it. I mean, if it's some sort of preservative or chemical, I just want to be able to read the label and identify what is in that bread. Right? Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it reminds me of France. Actually, we always laugh about this, that <laughs> One of our very first trips together, I think it was maybe actually our second trip together in Paris years ago, uh, we went to the grocery store in France and we wanted to buy orange juice and we (laughs) we were trying to figure out which brand to buy. And I told her, well, let's look on the label on the back and whichever looks the most like natural, let's get that. And it was funny because pretty much every orange juice just said jus d'orange, which is like juice of an orange in French. And that's it. (laughs) We were like waiting to find a list of preservatives and additives. And all of the orange juices were pretty much pure orange juice. And I think it's the same concept here, right? That you were going for is to try to find bread where it's literally just flour, salt, water, yeast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's amazing because even when you go to the store and you go to the bakery department, not even like the wrapped bread section, just the bakery department, they have, you know, like baguettes and sleeves or a loaf of bread that's been recently, you know, packaged up. Uh, Those still have a bunch of ingredients. And 
I guess we should say too, I like to always say the caveat of, I think the idea of um, processed ingredients gets thrown around a lot and Hmm. all processed ingredients are not bad. In fact, pretty much most foods in modern day undergo some processing. But I think the idea here is we're trying to avoid ultra processed or just you know, products that could do without the extra ingredients in it. So um, I know with homemade bread, obviously it's really easy to keep it to the bare minimum ingredients. Yeah. Um, It's not like we've got a chemical factory here. No. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, that said, sometimes bread can be a labor of love. So how did you feel making this bread at home. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So the first, um, exciting news was that she said she actually, when Vita told me she actually has an easy recipe, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm in all the way because I mean, to be honest, it's not that hard recipes are like rocket science, but for me, Vita knows like it is because I feel like I'm in a science lab, like measuring things and making sure it's perfect. And so at first, just already knowing that the recipe is straightforward, I thought, okay, this is already a good sign. And then I looked at her ingredients and I thought, okay, this is probably going to be complicated a little bit. But I was surprised because they were very simple. I think it was like literally water, yeast, flour, um, you know, and, um, salt salt oh yeah for flavor there's a little honey right a little honey and the yeast was simple it was just a little you know dry yeast the active dry yeast and I thought wow I mean I I watched a little clip just to you know uh, get another idea of like okay how does this work oh there's literally two steps and then you mix <laughs> so which i should add she had special access to oh, everyday yes. france just saying um the no need recipe is on my blog mopeti for i'll have that linked um i'll also link my membership everyday france which uh isn't open right now but will be open soon so you'll want to join the waitlist for that but in everyday france is where i do a lot of those video tutorials to just really break it down and make it even easier than reading <laughs> off a recipe card. Um, but yeah, I think that the idea here is that a lot of people sometimes think that they can't have quality foods here in the States. And to a degree, it's true. You're not going to be able to get, you know, that French bakery bread, right? Like the baguette, the way you can walk down pretty much any street in Paris and pick up a baguette from a bakery. You don't always get that quality here, but it is possible to still create good food at home and you shouldn't be intimidated by it. There are simple recipes out there and a lot of times once you do it, the second, third, fourth time, it's so much easier. Yes. And I just thought it was so interesting that you're getting more and more into making your own things from scratch and caring more. and. I think it's honestly part of also just a movement, like nothing brand new, I would say, but obviously in the past, I would say 10, 15 years, 
I think younger people are getting more into this like health conscious attitude of what's going in their food. That's why you see all these brands that pop up in the grocery store with all natural or no preservers, preservatives or non-GMO. And before it was something like maybe your grandma or your mom, your stay-at-home mom would make things from scratch, but it wasn't something young people were really into. Right. And now younger people are following like blogs or Instagram videos, TikTok videos where they're watching, you know, how to make a lot of the recipes from scratch. And again, I don't think it's as probably simple as in France, but (laughs) uh, that said, you can get actually pretty close. One thing I was telling Camilio, and I recently shared this in uh, I think it was an Instagram reel, is that you can make bread that's at least somewhat closer to French bread by substituting French flour in place oh, of, right. you know, American flour. Mm-hmm. And usually the substitute is uh, type 55. It's T55. You can find it like on Amazon and certain websites that import French products. But uh it's a great substitute, especially if you are a little bit gluten sensitive. I don't mean celiac. If you're a celiac, don't go and do this. But like, <laughs> if you're a little bit sensitive to gluten, uh, French flour tends to have less gluten content. And I would say if you are sensitive to gluten to try maybe my baguette recipe on the blog, because that uses a longer fermentation process, which also helps lower the gluten content. But Um, I just, I think it's amazing. And what's fun is that Camelia like loves her homemade bread and (laughs) has decided this is going to be like her weekly habit on Sundays to make fresh bread. Yes. And you know, it's funny. I call it my little baby because while it literally, it's a little cute little ball and then it grows and I'm like, Oh, it's like bun in the oven, but like not that kind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about the actual bread, nothing else. Um, And then the whole house just smells so amazing. Like even when it's pre-cooked, before it's cooked, it's, I call it raw, I guess. I just smell the yeasty, Mm. doughy, gooey goodness. I I could probably eat it raw. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That would not be so great. That would be bad for myself. No, but it, and then when it bakes, it's just like the whole house permeates um, with yeah. this amazing and then aroma. warm out of the oven oh, my goodness. with a little French butter and oh, jam. <laughs> I just, well, and then, so how I plan it is that that's my weekly bread loaf. Like if I were going to go to the store and buy it from the store, well, now I have it at home, slice it, you know, while it's kind of, you know, warm. And then I have it in a little uh, sort of bread uh, holder or bakery, you know, um, glass dish that that should last me for the week. And then before I can get too old, uh, you know, I'll either have finished I think it, you finish or, it. Yeah. I was just going to say, if really finishes over, it in a few days. well, especially if you use it for a sandwich, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways like with breakfast or with soup. Well, you can in. also put it in the fridge and it'll last, it'll last, you know, for the week. For the um, week. The cool thing is, is when you're consuming food like that, um, you really don't need the preservatives. Obviously, stores have to do it. Yeah. They're producing this 
in mass quantities, often shipping it from another location in. But when you're making bread at home, you don't need to do that. Even uh, I have like a marmalade recipe that's super popular on the blog. And I don't, I always make just enough to produce like a pint of marmalade. That's and amazing too. Yeah, I've had it's that. really good. Um, <laughs> I know I'm biased, but I'm a big marmalade <laughs> oh, fan. It's so delicious. And I tell people like, you can certainly follow canning procedures and can the jam, but honestly, there's so much like sugar and marmalade. You really don't need to. I've every time I make it, I never can it. I just stick it in the fridge and it's lasted months and months. Uh, because obviously as a single individual, I cannot consume the marmalade fast enough to, um, you know, be done with it in even a month. Like I don't have jam that often. So, um, So yeah, I just think making stuff at home is such a great workaround to a lot of the, you know, unknown and fake stuff you see in the grocery store. And I don't think like we're all going to die if you have store-bought bread, but (laughs) it's just so much better at home, right? It is. And I don't know. I just feel like it's a whole process. It's like, not only is it a labor of love, it's just, it's fun making it. It feels good Mm -hmm. while you're doing it. It's not obviously just the end product that is so tasty and, you know, delicious. And of course, healthy because you know what you're putting in your body, but it's just, you feel so proud of yourself You go, Oh, look, he's all cute and, <laughs> and, and you know, crusty and, and on top and, you know, chewy inside and, and airy. And so it just, it's very rewarding to have kind of put, gotten your hands dirty, so to speak. I just think it just, you're, you're there in each step. And then yeah. when the final product comes out, you're like, Ooh, ding surprise. When the oven goes off <laughs> like 1950s or something. <laughs> well, I was going to say, don't you feel a little bit closer to France too? And you've oh, got like this homemade bread. This sure. just so good. I remember Camille and I on one trip to Paris saw this man carrying four baguettes home. And we were just like, oh, yeah. what <laughs> is he going to do with all those baguettes? Like, week because you know in the u.s we hardly ever buy baguettes and i remember my mom when we lived you know at home growing up with our parents uh they would maybe buy a baguette here and there and we didn't even finish the baguette the four of us there would always still be like a little bit left over And so we saw this man in Paris with four baguettes walking down the street and we were thinking how are they going to consume all that and sure enough, that day, oh Camille goodness. and I ate like a whole baguette, just the two of us. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> is how they're French. This is how they can um, But yeah, I mean, again, the quality of food in France is obviously different than yes. the quality of food here. The European Union is a lot stricter on what they allow to go into food. In the US, the best we can do is try to make our favorite foods at home to the best of our ability. It's not always feasible, right? Like not every person can always be making fresh bread, but I think it's right. a nice little project for the weekend. It's not even a project. It, no, it's pretty fast. Well, like you this. get better at it too. It's like, I always say, if you know how to do it, you already, you have half the battle. And right. It's it's once a week on a Sunday. 
think about it like that would be my day to do my like big home cooked meal. Well, what's another hour and a half or whatever? I think yeah, yeah about an hour, hour and a half because you just have to let the dough rise. Right. But the baking time is probably just like, I think 20 minutes. It's really nothing in your day. And you know, if you multitask, kind of like a fun ritual. You're all doing Zumba while you're yeah, waiting you're for the or like some like fun French flirty. And I'm like thinking I'm so cool because I made this bread. It's gotta be music <laughs> from like three decades ago right. to be French. To match, right, the setting. <laughs> so do you think I'm gonna get you to make any fresh croissants anytime soon? <laughs> okay, you know what? I thought I'd never live to see the day, but <laughs> honestly, Okay. I, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't know if yet I say the word yet croissants, but it's funny you ask me that because I was just thinking how much more willing I am ever since I tried to make bread and it seemed not too bad. If, if, if nothing else, it was rather simple and how uh, rewarding it was. I thought, well, what else might I be willing to make? (laughs) You know, (laughs) Hey, if I see this actually happen, don't worry, guys. I'm going to film this so there's proof. <laughs> Video I will footage. put it up on Instagram so you guys can see. Oh, my. Um, but we're really lucky we've got, you know, that French cafe near us. Say, I'm a little spoiled by having that. And I think their cafe actually um, employs French. Yeah. So if you guys have heard um, me on Instagram or seen me on Instagram, you know, I go to this cafe called Moulin like all the time. It's near me. Uh, It's created by a French person who employs French uh, people. And so everything's super authentic and it's the real deal. Camellia often comes with me there. Um, But, you know, if you don't have one of those near you, you can take my croissant class. Uh, I do have a virtual class online that can be accessed anytime you want, however many times you want. I'll have the link for that too in the show notes. But um, if you want to enjoy one in Paris with both Camellia and I... Can't wait. You can join us in December for the holiday retreat. Yay. And we'll have Camelia back on. And maybe by then she's attempted the croissants herself. So that would be something. <laughs> something in in history to record. Somehow I think she's not gonna be quite as peppy and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm spoiled that I go on these retreats and I get to go to a country where they'll make it for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. If I go to my retreat every like once every three months or even once every two months if, if I could have the opportunity at the time, um, then I'm spoiled. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go to France and eat those croissants anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. But they are a labor yeah, of love. They are. But... but it is fun to make it. I remember you had a class that we did. I think I actually was on the class with you. Yeah. And one of them, at least. And You showed up for the day that up. we were eating the croissants. <laughs> That's right. How fitting, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was really fun. No, it, it was. And I joke, even I don't make croissants often at all because it really does take a process. But I think it's something that is really fun to do every once in a while because truly it does get you close to Paris. Just that smell and that 
warmth of the croissant, the flakiness. It's so good. You know, it is like the real deal. So it was so fun to see everyone's finished product. For me, that was the best part of that day. Oh yeah. And people did great. So, um, Everybody has a little bit of a baker inside them. I think baking is all about just practice. It's an art. And the more and more you do it, the better you become. So, um, but it was fun having you on, Camelia. Thank you. It was so fun to be here. This was super exciting. I'll be waiting for next week's bread delivery. Oh, (laughs) for sure. You're welcome anytime. All of you, all the listeners. (laughs) There might be a little line. I don't know if my bread's that good, (laughs) but it's Bina's recipe. So hopefully you guys would enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. I'll put the link in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I hope you're having a great summer so far. Stay cool, stay safe, and talk to you soon. Bye.